parsha we just learned yesterday. The last week we were going through Kiddush based on the Zohar Ziyam HaShavos Lekadshoi from the Aser Sadibras. So we're going to have the second half of last week's discussion. What we see last week, we, uh, we saw last week that this idea, that's a well-known idea, that Kiddush only works when it's B'makam Suda. You only yoytze Kiddush, you only get the mitzvah of Kiddush on Shabbos when it's part of a meal. Got to be part of the meal. Well-known halacha, otherwise you don't get Kiddush and you have to actually make Kiddush again later. Retroactively, the whole Kiddush didn't do anything for you. So what's the, what's the source for this idea that's Kiddush, that the Kiddush has to be for Malcolm Suda? Zachar, as Yom HaShavos Lekadshoi, is talking about Kiddush, not talking about, not talking about uh, a meal. Zachrei Walayayin, the Gemara says, mention, discuss, talk about Shabbos on a cup of wine, and the wine itself may, may or may not be a biblical requirement. Even if it is, there's definitely nothing about the Suda over there. Zachrei doesn't say anything about the meal. But where's this notion of Kiddush Malkam Suda coming from? Well, it comes from a Gemara. It comes from a Gemara in Avri Psach, that we mentioned last week. But what's the rationale? What's the, what's the uh, not the rationale, or what's the source of the Gemara? What's the source of the Gemara? So we saw last week two different approaches in the Rishonim as to what the Svara for Kiddush Malkam Suda is. What's the underlying logic, and, and, and what's the source of this? Where's it coming from? Now, let's begin again with that, because it's going to come in yet again this morning. So the two different approaches were, it was, it was, we saw a and we saw a Rashbam. Tosis says that the idea that Kiddush is only called Kiddush if it's B'makam Sudas, where I have the meal, in the setting of the meal, is, is, is lifted from a Pasuk V'karos of the Shabbos Oinig. You shall proclaim Shabbos a delight. So Oinig in the Pasuk is referring to the meal. Referring to Einig uh, Shabbos, enjoying yourself on Shabbos, having the the gefilte fish and the and and the chalent and everything else that makes Shabbos so delicious and tasty and delectable. That's the Einig, and we see from the pasuk v'karasul the Shabbos Einig that what's the order? What order you have to go in? What's the seder hadvarim? What's the procedure? Karasul the Shabbos. That's kiddush. The zochreu al kriya. Pronouncing, discussing Kedusha Shabbos. Karasal Shabbos, you go from Kiddush into the Suda. So according to Taisvis, the reason why you have to have Kiddush Malkam Suda is it's a, it's a procedural idea. It's a, we call it a Seder Hadzvarim, the, 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 the right order and the correct order. And if you want to do things and you need to do things in the right order, the correct order the Torah establishes, establishes for us is to go from the Kriya to the Oinik. Go from Kiddush to the, to the, to the meal. So therefore... For the Kiddush to work, it has to be the Kiddush that comes before the meal. You go from the Kiddush to the meal. That's the requirement of, 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 uh, that we learn from this Pasuk. Um, in Yeshaya, the Karasul Shabbos, Shabbos shall be proclaimed and pronounced, and then you have the meal. We saw a Rashbam that said a different idea. The Rashbam said, why does Kiddush have to be B'makam Suda? Why does Kiddush have to be where you have your meal? Says the Rashbam, because once you're making Kiddush on a cup of wine... That cup of wine, to work for Kiddush, has to be a chush of a cup of wine. It has to be a cup of wine that has significance. It has to be a cup of wine that has a certain prestige to it, a certain, certain, certain uh, importance to it. And what makes a cup of wine special? It can't just be any ordinary cup of wine. That's not good enough for, for your Kiddush wine. It has to be wine that's coming as part of a meal. What gives wine chashivas wine that's coming as, as kicking off, introducing a suda? Yain, a cup of wine that's b'makam suda that's being set, that, that that's being drunk as a uh, as a um, 
a uh, warm-up to a meal, that gives wine chashivas. Wine that is in the presence of a meal is much, much more chashiv than wine, a cup of wine that you're just drinking without a meal. Okay, so that's the Rashbam. But in terms of the, uh, the, the, the um, you know, again, the logic and the rationale over here, the two vastly different approaches in terms of understanding, explaining why Kiddush has to be Malcolm Suda. Koinotosis is just just a procedure. This is the Seder Hadram. This is the order. You go from Kiddush to the meal, Kiddush to the meal. And if there's an interruption between my Kiddush and the meal, I did things, I didn't do things in the right order. Kiddush has to be connected to a meal. Kiddush, you have to go on Shabbos from Kiddush to the meal. And if I split it up, I, 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 I um, didn't follow the instructions, I didn't follow the rules in terms of the Seder Hadram. So that's the problem with not doing Kiddush Malkam Suda. According to the Rashbam, the whole point of the meal is to make, the whole point of requiring the Kiddush to be in the presence of the meal in the, in the same setting as the meal is to make the Kiddush a more important Kiddush, to make the Kiddush into a more special Kiddush. It's, as we would say, a din in the Kiddush itself, a din in the, in the, in the wine itself. It's something that is intrinsic to the, to, the, to the act of making Kiddush itself. We need Kiddush to be made on a cup of wine. We need that cup of wine to be a cup of wine of Chashivas. And it's only a cup of wine of Chashivas when it's done by Malcolm Suda. Okay, very nice. So we discussed last week a few nafkaminas, a few practical differences that we make. We're not going to get back into that now. But we're going to focus on this morning, um, once we've gotten ourselves back into the... Uh, Back into the scene and the and 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 the uh, the, uh, the the the, the um, situation over here. We're going to get into the practicalities halachically. What's called a suda? What's called kiddush malkam suda? What do you have to actually eat, or maybe even drink after that kiddush for the kiddush to be considered kiddush malkam suda? Satisfy this requirement of kiddush being done by malkam suda. So um, we have immediately. The Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch weighs in on this, and Shulchan Aruch paskins for us that, that a number of things do qualify, but it's clear that a number of things do not qualify, and the Shulchan Aruch is very, very explicit on the matter. So it says Shulchan Aruch, Kiddush has to be Malkam Suda, and what's called by Malkam Suda? Davka ochal lechem oishosa yayin, says the Shulchan Aruch. To make it, to make it considered a suuda, a meal in order to make this kiddush b'malkam suda, it's got to be a, a, a suda in which you ate bread or you drank wine, the one or the other. So Shulchan Aruch is already passing for us that eating eating bread is called a meal. That you know that's definitely no one's going to argue with that. That's the ein luchasuda gedayla mizuv. That's not called a meal. What is called a meal? Says the Shulchan Aruch. Going from your kiddush to washing, that's called kiddush b'malkam suda. Or just going from kiddush to drinking wine. So Shulchan Aruch is saying, if you drink a cup of wine afterwards, it's also called uh, Yusuda. Avol ochal peiris loy. Just having like fruits and vegetables, making kiddush and having a salad, having a salad after kiddush is not called uh, kiddush malkam suda. So if you were to make your kiddush Friday night, Shabbos morning, and according to the Shulchan Aruch, he's not differentiating between night and day. Um, and he's not differentiating between bread and wine. You make a kiddush and you have you wash and you have your challah, you, or you have another cup of wine that will be called kiddush b'makam suda. But if you have a salad, you have a, you have a, some fruits and vegetables. That's not called a suuda. Now, there's a number of things that the Mish- that the Mechaber leaves out. There's a few other options he leaves out. First of all, and if you wash, wash on the salad. Again, 
if you go from your kiddush to challah, you're a yaitza. If you go from your kiddush to a salad, you're not yaitza. The salad after the challah didn't make the challah worse, right? Right. The challah to salad, that's what, the challah itself was good enough. Having the salad afterwards, that's, what we're talking that's about. a personal, personal decision. If you want to have salad, you don't want to have salad. It probably depends if your wife is sitting at the table with you, right? That's a personal choice. But as long as you had the challah, according to the Shulchan Aruch, you're, you're fine. You're, 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 you're home free, and you got Kiddush Malkam Sudo. But Kiddush, going from Kiddush to a salad, you're not yet to Kiddush. So there's a number of things he leaves out in between, though. Like, he has, a, like, some extremes, right? He says, washing is okay, challah. Challah is Malkam Sudo. Wine is Malkam Sudo. Fruits and vegetables are not called Malkam Sudo. What about what we call Mazoinus? He leaves out Mazoinus. What about, what about the Ragalach? What about the cake? What about the seven-layer cake? You know, the, the Minig Yisrael, everyone, Shabbos morning, we sit down, we make Kiddush and Shul, or we get home, we make Kiddush and we have cake. Mezainas, we call Pasa Baba Kisnen. See, he leaves that out. But the Mishnabrura understands that the opinion of the Mechaber is that Mezainas also works. Mezainas is also Lichatchilo, called Kiddush Makam Suda. And we infer that from the fact that the Mechaber jumps from Lechem to Peiris. In other words, his example of what doesn't work, we're medayik to safe over here. The example of what doesn't work is Paris. See, he, the first thing that he produces in, on the list of what doesn't work is called Paris, is, is Paris fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables is not considered to be a meal. Bread, and who had done anything which is bread-like, something that comes from the grain families, and the others in the Mechaber says lechem, the understanding is lechem, doesn't mean dafka, something you're going to wash and bench on. Lechem means something that's coming from the grain family. From uh, you know, from 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 the five grains, that's what lechem means. So anything that is a grain product coming from the five grains is going to be considered lechem. That's going to be that's going to satisfy your obligation of kiddush b'malkam suda. So mizaynus says this that the the the, the, the intention is the mizaynus also works. So according to mechaber, lichat you can make kiddush b'malkam suda. You're satisfying the suda by having mizaynus. What if, now let, let's bring this up again, we mentioned this briefly last week, but now we're being masadder things th- this week in terms of what's called Malcolm Sudo. So what if it's, what if it's grain products, but it's not, um, not mezainas with alamuchi. There's different levels of, of mezainas products. There's mezainas products that are very close to bread, in that if you eat too much of it, you're going to have to bench. Theoretically speaking, there's a halacha, right? Uh, if you eat too much cake, pass up a kisnen, you may have to actually wash and bench now. Um, and there, there's grain products that you'll never have to do that if it's if it's not baked, if it's not pasabava kisnen, it's rather a tafshul if it's cooked, like uh, noodles, like lakshan, right? So lakshan kugel, spaghetti, pasta, which comes from grain, those are grain products, but you're never going to have to wash and bench on that. You can eat, you can eat a whole tub full of it, you're never going to have to bench on it. Is that going to satisfy Kishmokam Sud according to the understanding of the Mechaber? So here the Mishnah Brura. Doesn't doesn't take an explicit stand over here, but but the um, contemporary Paiskin, Rip Shlomo Zaman and others write that the requirement in in, in um, making grain products be considered a suda is not about the passive of a kisn. Interestingly, although we would have thought other we would have thought otherwise, we would have thought that what is it that that makes mezainus. Uh, gives Mazaynus the status of Lechem in, in terms of giving you Kiddush Malkam Suda, we would have thought it's the fact that you wash, you could conceivably have to bench on it, right? So it, it, it's one half a step away from bread, so Lechem makes it a Kiddush Malkam Suda. So Mazaynus also it could, could be Lechem because you might have to conceivably bench on, 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 on Mazaynus also. That's what gives the status of, of, of Lechem. 
So the Paiskim Rav Shlomo Zaman writes that no, that's not Devart. It's not the washing and benching aspect of the Mezainus that's hidden away in that Mezainus that gives it the the status of the pseudo. And, and haraya, the proof is, because you don't have to eat that much. You don't have to have a whole a whole seven-layer cake. You don't have to wash and bench on the cake to make that be considered kishmok pseudo. You just have to have one kazais already. You make a mezainus and one kazais and al mechia. That's kishmok pseudo. So you don't have to eat enough that you're going to bench on it. So it's not the as, it's not the washing and benching aspect. It's not the pasababakisan aspect of the mezainus that allows to be considered kishmok pseudo. It's rather something else, which we'll get into in a moment. It's, it's something that just has to do with the, the, the property, the nature of grains themselves, grain products themselves. So whatever you do with that grain, as long as it's a, a, a grain product, uh, a, a food product that's coming from the five grains, whether it's an alamichia uh, that could become a birchas work, whether it can never become a birchas whether it's something that's baked or something that's cooked, that's, that you're good to go with that. So you can have, you can make kiddush and have a piece of lakshan kogel, a piece of yushami kogel. Uh, you could have a pasta salad, right? If the, the bulk is pasta, and there's enough pasta there to make an alamichian that would be lechatchila called kiddush makamsuda according to the mechaber. So it doesn't actually have to be cake. It could be any grain product. Yes. The manufacturers. So you could have, could be a bowl of oatmeal. Bowl of oatmeal would the work. The manufacturer intentions don't really matter. If they intended it to be a snack or a dessert, it doesn't matter. That's right. That's right. Their intentions doesn't make a difference. Grain product, um, whether it's cooked or baked, um, that you're eating after kiddush is called kiddush makamsuda. Where else? Where else would you go to your kiddush? And all this food, of course. And then you come home completely full. Should you get washed at home? Oh, excellent question. Shalom Azana, should you should you now wash when you get home? So we're going to get there. Yeah, the answer is yes. The short answer is yes. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. That's why Especially you have to you have to think twice or three times before you go to that kiddush at AA. Right. Whenever I stop, and they always try to get me to sit down. This past Shabbos, I was there. So they, they were trying to get me to sit down. I said, I'm not sitting down. I said, I'm sit down, I'm going to be in trouble. Um, More food fits when you stand. Hmm? More food fits when you stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That wasn't my chesed, but I, I hear it. Um, okay, so so uh, grain products, any grain product is lichatchil, according to the mechaber, is just lichatchil. There's no Indian of going for the cake over the kugel. The kugel is just lichatchil. Once, you, once you're not having bread, mamish bread, to wash on, uh, that's for you, kishmokamsuda. So the yushami kugel and, and the mezanis is just, that's, they're all called kishmokamsuda. Um, Peiris, though, the mechaber says fruits and vegetables do not work. And and um, <clears throat> fruits and vegetables don't work. Wine does work. Mezainus works. Grape products work. Wine works. And fruits and vegetables don't work. So what's going on over here? So that's, I think, the right time for us to try to figure out, like, what's the, what's the Yisoyed Hazvarn? What are the principles? What's the underlying principle over here determining what's called Kishmokam Suda, what's not called Kishmokam Suda? We're used to think a Suda means when you wash. That's a Suda. If you wash, it's a Suda. If you don't wash, it's not a Suda. So here the Mechabra is throwing all kinds of other, like, conditions in. Well... You don't have to actually wash it to be a suda. It could be mezainus. Not only it could be could be a piece of kugel. Uh, it could even be a cup of wine that's called a suda. But you know something? It can't be a salad. So, so what's the getter hadavar? What, what are the parameters over here in defining what's called a meal, what's not called a meal? That this is you know on on the the suda list and this is not. So essentially, what's going on is like this. Um, um, <clears throat> But before that, okay, let's throw that out as a question. That needs to be that needs to be established. What exactly is the definition at this point of a meal? 
um, that would that would make sense of the mechaber's, uh, you know, um, what the mechaber allows on listen and what he doesn't. But there is one more opinion. The mishabru brings down a, a uh, another one of the rishonim that disagrees on the mechaber. The mechaber obviously rules against this, but the mishabru brings down a shulte hagibayrim, and the shulte hagibayrim paskins that um, fruits actually do work for Kiddush Malkam Suda. He says, Kiddush does work for Malkam Suda. Kiddush does work on, on Paris and Yerakas. And he says that as, as, as just as much of a Lichat as the Mechaber. Where the Mechaber holds that lichat chila, there's nothing the matter with making kiddush on mezainus, and there's nothing the matter with making kiddush on wine. The Shulte Akibayim brings down um, opinions that disagree with this. That are they're even uh, I'm sorry, and, but he says fruits and vegetables don't work. Shulte Akibayim brings down uh, opinions that are even more lenient than the Mechaber, and he says that after papers die, even even fruits and vegetables you can get away with having that satisfy your suudo. You can make kiddush and have a bowl of salad. Not even pasta salad, just a regular salad, a regular uh, green salad that would be called kishma makam suda. Where's the shulte gibayim coming from? See, he says the following svara: the chol suda shabbos nechshavas keva. Anything you eat on shabbos has ke- has has chashivas. Anything you eat on shabbos, shabbos food already has more more uh, importance, more kvius, more. Permanence, more specialness. There's something more special to anything that you eat on Shabbos. Um, just being, by virtue of the fact that you're eating on Shabbos as opposed to the week. So anything that you have on Shabbos elevates it to give it a certain level of chashivas, to give it a certain level of importance, to allow it to be considered your suda for Kiddush Malkam Suda, anything you eat on Shabbos. So that being said, so we have a, 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 an opinion over here that disagrees with the Mechaber and is even more lenient. It says even the salad will allow you, will allow you to be Yitzhak Kiddush because anything that you eat in Shabbos has, has, has Kaviyah. So we have the Nechaber the, the, the telling you wine and, and Mezainus, um, yes, but salad, no. The Shulte says even salad works. And then, let's, before we, 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 we have one more opinion we have to bring to the table now that has to do with, with Shlomo's question. Shlomo wanted to know, so, you know, you eat your fill at the Eye Kiddush. Mamish, eat your Kishkas at. You stuff yourselves on, on what, Kishkas? Or Lachatora. Or it depends who is, we had Shlomo catering that week or not. Um, you stuff yourself to the gills on Kiddush, but you didn't have a, a drap, you didn't have a single crumb of, 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 of bread, of Lechem. When you get home, do you have to have pass? So here we have the opinion of the Vilna Goyen. The Vilna Gaon is a third opinion who's on the other end of, of the spectrum. He's the most extreme on the side of being Machmer. The Vilna Gaon believes that you only yoyt a Kiddush Malkam Suda with bread mamish. It has to be pass. It's got to be bread mamish. If you didn't wash and have bread, according to the Vilna Gaon, you are not yoyt a Kiddush Malkam Suda. Mezainus doesn't work. Salad doesn't work. And according to Vilna Gaon, what would happen is if you, if you were in Shul and you had that Kiddush after davening and all you had was Mezainus, with, with the salad, with everything, but you didn't wash in Shul, and you, then you leave Shul and you go home, retroactively, you were not yet to Kiddush, according to the Vilna Goyen. The Vilna Goyen disagrees with the Mechaber, and he says, Kiddush Malkam Suda, there's only one thing that satisfies that Suda, and that's bread, Mamish. You have to wash and have bread. If you didn't wash, you didn't have bread, and then you got up and you left, so retroactively, though, you, you, you ate without Kiddush. You ate without having any Kiddush. 
Now, the Mechaber obviously doesn't pass in that way because he says explicitly, wine works, mezainus works, it doesn't have to be bread, but the Vilna Gun says it has to be bread. So we have three different opinions over here now telling us what is called Kiddush Malkam Sudo. We have the Vilna Gun in one corner saying it's got to be bread. We have the Shulte Gibarim all the way in the corner that says whatever you eat, even Paris and Yerakas, whatever you want to eat is, is called the Sudo. And we have the Mechaber in the middle taking kind of a middle ground that mezainus works, grain products work, wine works, but nothing else works. What are they all arguing about? So the, 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 the behind the scenes is like this. They're all arguing about ultimately what's the definition of a su'udah. What's called a su'udah? The Gemara says, Kiddush has to be makam su'udah. Kiddush has to be in the presence of your meal. What's called a meal? There's different ways of defining a meal and different ways of establishing what a meal is. Let's begin with the Mechaber in the middle. The Mechaber in the middle believes that the meal, to be considered a meal, has to be something that's... We use the Lashon of Su'udah. Kiddush Malkam Su'udah. Su'udah is defined as something that's misad solid, that gives you satiation, that fills you up, that satisfies you. Something that satisfies you. That's called a Su'udah. So according to the Mechaber, Su'udah over here doesn't have any like halachic implications or halachic requirements. Su'udah is a very practical term. Anything that, in practical, practically speaking, is soyed, which means satisfies you, that's called Kedesh Malkam Su'udah. What's soyed? What satisfies you? So we have um, knowledge already from other places what satisfies you. First of all, grain products are satisfy. Anything that's called the, like the staple of a meal, anything that's the, the backbone of a meal, such as the, the, the grain product itself, um, that's soyed. Um, anything that contains grain products it provides provides uh, satiation. So that's why the mechaber believes bread and huadin. Uh, we saw by extension mezainus and kugel. Anything that that it's, it's it's based off of the five grains that satisfies you. So that's called the suuda. And anything that we find identified elsewhere in, in, in Tanakh or in Chazal as having satisfying properties will be called a suda. Wine, we know, also satisfies the Yain, Yisamach Levav I'm sorry, Yain, um, the Gemara says Yain is Misad Soed. The Gemara brings proofs um, that wine has this property also of being Soyed. Wine provides satisfaction and satiation, um, just like grain products do. Someone drinks wine that also can fill you up in a way that other foods don't. So since wine also, Chazal uh, already establishes for us that wine also provides satisfaction, satiation, it's called something that's soyed. If it's soyed, it's called a suda. That's called Kiddush Malkam Suda. So that's why the Mechaber arrives at those two items that, that will satisfy Kiddush Malkam Suda, Mezoinus products or wine. Uh, since it's soyed, since it satisfies and satiates, that's called Kiddush Malkam Suda. Um, but salad, salad certainly doesn't satisfy you. Nobody gets filled up with salad. You don't eat salad to fill yourself up. That's not the purpose of salad. The purpose of salad is um, healthy. Yeah, I guess. So I suppose so. Healthy to be healthy. That's why you eat salad. Fiber it helps the digestive system. But salads aren't there to fill you up. You don't you don't fill yourself up. The main course. No one serves salad as the main course, unless you're on a unless your wife has put you on a very cruel diet, a very, very cruel diet. Nobody <coughs> serves salad as the main course. Salad is there to supplement the main course. Salad is there, um, you know, there's... Facilitate meal. What? Uh, help, help meal. You that's right, it's, it facilitates plate, it, that's right. There was once a guy was waiting for, you know, his wife was serving him supper. She brought a big plate of salad. He said, where's the food? She said, here's the food. 
He said, That's, this is not food, this is what food eats. <laughs> so, uh, that's right, this is what food eats. Um, oh, that happened with you, it was you? Yeah, 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 you mask him, you mask him. Um, salad is not soyed, even though it sounds like the word soyed, right? But it's still not soyed. Salad is not soyed. The male, according to the Mechabra, can't be called Kishma al The Mechabra has a very, very clear uh, um, definition over here. Get our drama, what's called a Suda for Kishma al Suda is something that's soyed. It has to fill me up. It fills me up, it's called uh, Kiddush Malkamsu. What fills me up? Grain products fill me up. Wine fills me up. Chazal tells me, mine is misasad. But, but, but payers in Yerakas don't fill me up. That's not, that's not where I, I, I get my satiation from. What about, what about um, meat and potatoes? What about eggs? What about inflation? So the Paiskimer KG about here as well, even though the Mechaber's definition is has to satisfy me, but you know, generally we always have, the, the flesh comes out with, with, with carbs, the carbs. We look at it, and halacha always, that the, the satisfaction is really coming from the starches, the carbs, from the bread, and the meat is there to, to be malafes, to accompany the bread. And the meat, the meat and, 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 and chicken and fish and all this stuff, we always look at it as not being there to satisfy, satisfy on its own exclusively. It works together with the bread to satisfy me. So, according uh, to the mechaber, the same way it has to be, it, it, it can't, you, we, we knock vegetables off the list, fruits, uh, fruits and vegetables, salads off the list because they don't satisfy. So, something that is um, exclusively, a meal that's exclusively proteins without any carbs also would be knocked out because there's no su'uda aspect, okay? But this is the mechaber. And again, this is what we have brought that Shulchan Aruch in front of us. The Shultayaki Boyrim is taking that a step further. He's more lenient. He says, salads, that's called Kiddush Malkam Suda. That's fine. You can, you can get away with salads. And by extension, the Shultayaki Boyrim would, would allow anything on that list. Salads, proteins, chicken, fish, meats, eggs, all that stuff would also be on the list of what's called Kiddush Malkam Suda. Where is he coming from? He has a different definition of what's called the Suda. He really actually, I, he gave it away with the line that I just read from the Mishaburu. What's the Shulte Gibarim's definition of what's called the Suda? A Suda is considered anything that has chashivas, anything that's special, any, any, any eating experience, culinary experience that has chashivas, that has a certain prestige and specialness to it, that's called a meal. And says the Shulte Gibarim, you're, we're in luck, because when do you have to make Kiddush on Shabbos? And anything that you're not Shabbos taps into the specialness of Shabbos and is considered to be something of chashivas. So, so necessarily, by definition, according to the Gibarim, anything that you eat on Shabbos is going to be called Kiddush Malkam Suda, because anything that you eat on Shabbos is called Shabbos, Shabbos Tika Essence, Shabbos Tika Machel. It's a Shabbos Tika food, and by virtue of the fact that I'm eating on Shabbos, it gets the specialness of Shabbos. According to the Gibarim, Anything is called Kiddush Malkam Suda. What I make Kiddush, you have your salad, that's called Kiddush Malkam Suda, because that's a special salad. Kiddush, and you have your, 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 exa- your, your chopped eggs, that's called Kiddush Malkam Suda, because you ate special eggs. So his definition of Suda is not uh, the, the, the misad so'id, the satiation, the satisfaction aspect, but rather chashivs, anything that's special is called Kiddush Malkam Suda. Yeah. So according to the Shultake is there a reason why Chazal had to come in and make this a of Kiddush Malkam Suda? Yes. Whatever you're eating. But they still ought to make it because what if I make Kiddush and Shul and I go home and an hour later I have my meal. I wasn't the Yitzhak Kiddush Malkam Suda. So you have to have something. That's why. The Kiddush has Malkam Suda. Whatever you want, whatever you eat is called the Suda, yes. But there's a way of having Kiddush Shalai Malkam Suda and that's why they made this halacha. Yes, Avrami. If you have Kiddush Malkam Suda, if that's considered Suda, then when you go home and have your Suda, that's Shal Shudas. 
correct. That's right. Rami is hundred percent correct. If we go with the mechaber, um, and, and certainly the shul to so you have kiddush and shul after davening, and aa and oratayra. CBS, CBS had a kiddush after Avram Shaga Five was sponsored the kiddush this week. That's right. So wherever you have your kiddush after davening, according to the shulte akibayrim and according to the mechaber, Avram is pointing out you're a yaitza, you're suda, right? You got your kiddush mag So when you go home, are you perhaps having shalashudas? Are you perhaps having shalashudas now? So that very much depends on on um, on the uh, on the rest of the discussion. And we remember there's this. We have to remember, Avrami, we have this Vilna Goyen lurking in the background over here. Remember, we have this Vilna Goyen. Don't forget that we have this Vilna Goyen that's still lurking in the background. Vilna Goyen that says that you have to wash for it to be called Kishmokam Suda. But theoretically speaking, conceivably speaking, it's possible that when you go home and you wash and you have your chalans, um, when you come home, um, if you still have room for the chalans, right? Depending on where you went for Kiddush. Um, that may be your shalshudas, right? Perhaps. If you, if you, if you were yaitza, your, 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 your Shabbos. So what we have to point out at this point is we have to be very, very careful because there's really two overlapping discussions. Just take Avrami's question a step further. Avrami is, 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 is um, postulating that if I was yaitza Kiddush Malkam Suda in Shul, when I come home, so I'm, now I'm having my third meal. However, there, there are two different discussions here. There may be Kiddush Malkam Suda may be a halacha in being Yitzha Kiddush, but may not be a halacha in my Suda Shabbos. There may be two different discussions, perhaps. What do I need to have at my Kiddush to be Yitzha Kiddush, Malkam Suda? And what do I have to have in my Suda to be Yitzha Suda Shabbos? Right? So there may be two different discussions, halacha. What's called a Suda, suda Shabbos for, we're supposed to have three meals. So it's called Suda Shabbos to be Yitzha, the mitzvah of Shalosh Suda Shabbos. And what's called a suda to be yaitzah kiddush b'makam suda. That clear? You understand what I'm saying? So they may or may not exactly overlap. But they may overlap, and it would actually generate a, a hafladikah nafkamina in halacha. Could, it could end up, Avrami's question may lead us to a crazy nafkamina in halacha. A scary nafkamina in halacha. A scary uh, practical difference that that would create. What would that be? Let's say you have this yid again who, who fills himself to the gills at the, the shul kiddush after davening. He didn't wash. He just had, he had you know, like all good yidin. He had the mezainas, he had the chant, he had the herring, he had the kishka. And he comes home. He waddles home. He waddles on home. And then he comes home and he washes again and he has his, uh, you know, Shabbos day meal. Chalant again. And the yapchik and the kishka and the deli platter. The charcuterie board, what? The gala. That's right. I'll take the charcuterie board. Um, and then, okay, Avram, are you listening? Then he benches. And he forgets Ritzay. He forgets Ritzay and benching. What's the halacha when you forget Ritzay and benching, Rabbi say? What's the halacha? You forget to say Ritzay. What's the halacha? Do you go back? You don't go back. The first two meals, you go back. Shalashudas, you don't go back. What did he just eat? Was this Shalashudas or was the second meal? So does he have to go back and say Ritzay or not? Oh, what's he supposed to do? It's not, not very not pushing. But anyway, okay, here, your question creates a crazy nafkamina halacha. Did you go back for it? Say, you don't go back for it. Say, was this your third meal? Was this your second meal? Okay, anyway, anyway. What? Mincha? 
I mean, if you should have a mincha first, to be Yaitzah Shalashus, yeah, there's another nafka made sure that's a lechatchila. That would be lechatchila. But the yeah, you can be Yaitzah Shalashus without having mincha. But uh, Avrami's question, uh, 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 so it opens up this to this nafka mean as well. Uh, you Yaitzah mincha or not? I, do, do you, would, is there in your davening mincha before you have the, 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 the wash and have the, the challenge? But that's like a lechatchila. But the other type of nafka mean, this is, this is a Shalamamish and the halacha. Are you, are you, are you hyped to go back? Or, or you're not allowed to go back. If it's Shalashus, you are not allowed to bench again. If you bench again, you just said four brachas levatolo. If it was your second meal, you have to go back. Otherwise, you know, you, you, you didn't really get benching. Okay, but anyway, let's leave that aside for the moment. Um, so here we have two opinions. What's the definition of the Suda? We have Shilta Gibran telling us anything that's chashiv, anything that's special is called your meal. And we have the, the Shulchan Aruch telling us anything that satiates is called your meal. The Vilna Gain is learning that what's called your meal, a meal is not considered to be a meal unless it is a, a meal that you washed at. A meal that you're washing at. If you washed, that's called your meal. If you didn't wash, it's not called your meal. Where's the Vilna Gain coming from? He's saying like this, that what's considered to be Kiddush Malkam Suda, that Suda that we're looking for is not a Suda where you ate special foods, like the Shulti Gibarim. It's not a Suda where you ate things that are satisfying or satiating. It's a Suda of your halachic Shabbos requirements. Chazal require you to wash at least twice on Shabbos. You have a requirement. This is now, so now we're approaching Avrami's question from the other side. You have requirements to wash at night. You have requirements to wash during the day. Shal Shudas is, rec- is recommended. It's not the same level of requirement. But to do your Suda Shabbos properly, you do have a halakhic requirement to wash and have pas, to have a kazais of pas, to have chala at night and to have chala during the day. And if you didn't do that, you weren't really properly yaitza your Suda Shabbos. Um, Says the Vilna Goin, it's one and the same. Your obligations in Suda Shabbos is the same obligation, the same definition as the um, the Suda to satisfy Kiddush B'Malkam Suda, and there's no room for leniencies. In other words, everyone except for the Vilna Goin is learning that there's two different discussions, and we don't we don't make them overlap. There's a discussion of the Suda for Kiddush B'Malkam Suda, and the discussion for the Suda Shabbos. Suda Shabbos is one discussion, Kiddush B'Malkam Suda is a different discussion. The Vilna Goin says no, they're one and the same. That if you want to get Kiddush, it has to be. And that suda has to be the Shabbos Tikka suda has to be a suda that you're washing at. The the the, 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 the clearly is not concerned for this for this Vilna Gaon because he does allow you to get kiddush on um, even on non-bread items. But the Vilna Gaon says you weren't yoytz a kiddush unless you did it b'makam suda. So now the question is, with all these opinions in front of us, what what do we do? What, what what do we do? What's the right thing for us to do? What's not the right thing for us to do? When um, when can I say that I satisfied my Kiddush Malkam Suda properly? And when, you know, when, when, when not, and, and what items, and, 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 and really the two question is, what items does the Suda have to be, and when? When does it have to be on those items? So we still need about probably five or ten minutes to wrap this up. Should we wrap it up, Rabbi Yisai? Do the wrap up? Do the wrap up now? Okay, this is the point usually I would I would... Like, end and say, okay, and we'll do the rest next week. But we need about five or ten minutes. Should we do the wrap-up? Okay, let's do the wrap-up, because uh, we, we're, we're, we're uh, going to have yet another Shabbos between now and next week, and so we want to know what to do going into next Shabbos. Okay, so what do we do practically in Halacha? What's Kiddush Malkam Suda practically for us? We have the Mechaber, we have the Shulte Gibar, we have, we have the, the Vilnagain. So it's like this. Meikar Hadin, 
we do follow the Mechaber. This is what's brought down to the Aruch. So, uh, from, a, uh, uh, from the perspective of the straightforward halacha, we rely upon the Mechaber that for, for purposes of having your Kiddush in the presence of your meal, we don't require you to wash and have bread. You can get away with mezainus, and you can even get away with wine. But do they have the same? De- they have the same degree of idealness. We're going to speak that out right now. But but in any case, we don't require you to have chala in order for this to be kiddush makom suda. We're okay with 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 you having mezainus. At the same time, we don't ignore the vilna gain. And the Pais can recommend that when you get home, if, 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 if you had Kiddush and Shul, so you had your Kiddush, Malkam, Sud and Shul, we had your Mazayans over there. Now you're going to get home and you're going to wash for your meal, your afternoon meal at home, your Shabbos morning meal. We mentioned this briefly last week, but now we understand it a lot better. They are two different discussions. There's a discussion, since we go with the Mechav, discussion of what's called the meal for the Kiddush to be Malkam, Sud, and there's a discussion of having uh, washing twice and maybe even three times on Shabbos. So I come home, I have to wash again to have my afternoon suda. Should I make another kiddush before I wash when I get home? So if I want to be concerned for the Vilna Gain, then yes, you should make another kiddush, because according to the Vilna Gain, the kiddush you made in Shul wasn't kiddush, because you didn't make it at your Shabbos meal. Now that you're having your Shabbos meal, you should make kiddush again. At the same time, if I make kiddush at home when I wash, I'm basically saying that the kiddush in Shul didn't work? Am I saying that it was all a brachal of atala? No, because again, maker adin, from the straightforward perspective of halach, we do rely on the mechaber. So that we don't say it retroactively those weren't, that wasn't the kiddush and you did, you ate the, what, things that you weren't allowed to eat. We rely on the, on the mechaber. We're saying, I want to go out of my way to make another kiddush again to satisfy the Vilna Gain that Kiddush Malkamsu requires washing. It's a nice thing to do. It's a beautiful thing to do. Um, as we mentioned last week, Rav Shlomo Zaman kind of went back and forth. So when people asked him, sometimes he would say, yes, you should make kiddush again when you get home. Sometimes he said, you don't have to make kiddush again when you get, when, 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 when you get home. Towards the end of his life, he, he, he went that way more heavily that you should make Kiddush again. Uh, it's a nice thing to do. And when you're doing it, you're being Mekayim the Vilna Gain. But when you're not doing it, you're relying on the Mechaber, which, which we already relied on in Shul. So when you, if you don't make Kiddush at home, you're, you're essentially just going with the same mentality that you had when you made, when you made Kiddush in Shul on Mezainus. That's what you're doing when you don't make Kiddush at home. So a Yid is not required to make another Kiddush when he gets home before he washes. When you do that, though, you're also satisfying the Vilna Gain. Okay. Um, in terms of the types of foods that, that fulfill this requirements of Kiddush Malkam Suda. So Mazoinus for sure works, Kogel works, Lakshan works, it doesn't have to be baked, it could even be cooked. What about wine? Does wine also work? So the Mechaber says it works. However, the Mishnah Brura downgrades this. The Mishnah Brura says if you have Mazoinus or wine, you shouldn't use wine um, if you can get away with Mazayinus. Mazayinus, the Mishnah Brewer is more comfortable with, because there's a mini discussion within the Mechaber if wine is going to have the same... Yes, it's true, Chazal say that wine is misad soed, satisfies you, but doesn't satisfy you the same degree that Mazayinus satisfies you. And the coin of the Mechaber, again, this would is defined as something that gives satisfaction and satiation, since grain products do that a lot more. If you have grain products around, don't rely on wine. The Mishnah Brewer says, the Shas had chak, if you're up against the wall, then you can rely on wine. This is how the Mishnah Brewer puts it. So, for everyone to, to really just, again, we're speaking practicalities now. Can you make Kiddush and be Yitzhak Kiddush with a cup of wine and not having anything else? The, Mishra, the Mechaber says yes, and we go with the Mechaber. The Mishabru, though, says only if you're stuck. Only if you don't have any Mazinus. When would this be relevant on Pesach? On Pesach, this would be quite relevant. So for people who either don't brook 
um, who don't make any, you know, kind of cakes with any grain products on Pesach, or for people who brock, but uh, they 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 uh, they uh, they don't have. Um, it's very it's difficult on, on, on Pesach to make something um, out of. You know, on Pesach you want to make it out of matzimel, but you're making it out of, let's say, Pesach tikka matzimel. It's much more coarse. So you can speak to the rabbis and say you can't really make a a, 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 a a proper Pesach cake out of Pesach tikka matzimel. It like doesn't work. Pesach cakes, cakes generally are what bracha, shahakel. They're potato starch cakes, and a potato starch cake is not from the five grains, right? So on Pesach we, there's always this issue about kiddush malkam suda. Um, if you're not washing, if you wash, great. So you have your matzah. But if you're not washing, you want to have that kiddush when you come home from shul. So the, the, the potato starch cake doesn't work according to the mechaber. That's like Paris and Yerakas. It's like salad. And we don't really, it's hard to have a mezainus cake on Pesach. Especially if you brook, there's no such thing as a mezainus cake. And even if you don't brook, your matzah mel is not cake worthy. So on Pesach, we could invoke this Mishnah Brura. That's the Shas Hadchak. On Pesach, you can make kiddush malkam and, 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 and you can rely on the wine. That being said, what wine is it that's the Makam Suda wine? Is it the Kiddush wine itself? Is that the wine of the Suda? So the Mishabur brings out a Machlaikas over here. Very important to know this because sometimes we'll end up making Kiddush by Makam Suda. Sometimes it'll be wine. The wine that I drank for Kiddush, is that called the Suda wine? Or do you have to have the Kiddush wine and then another glass of wine for the Suda? The Mishabur brings down a Machlaikas. Uh, the Shartzin. The Shartzin brings down a Machlaikas. And he says that. If you have enough wine for two cups, don't be lenient. In other words, the, the, the wine that you're going to drink for your meal wine has to be independent, outside, separate from the Kiddush wine. So this is Kiddush wine, and then have another cup of wine for your Suda. And when you're up against the wall, when you don't have any Mezainus, the Mishabru lets you do this, that would be Pesach, or if you ran out of Mezainus, whatever. And if you have enough grape juice or wine, so you want your Su'uda wine to be an additional cup of wine. Everybody understand? How much is a cup? A Revius, 3.3 ounces. You know, about this much wine. Actually, if you can see the, the, um, the shaded area of this cup. That's more or less a Revius. So that much wine you drink after Kiddush, and that's called your Kiddush Malkam Suda. When you don't have any Mazainas, when you're stuck, you can rely on this. But the doesn't really want you being relying this on this if you have Mazainas. What about salads? What about Paris and Yerakas? Can you do Kiddush Malkam Suda on salads or eggs or meat? Not wine and not mezainas. So the, Mish- the Mechaber says very emphatically no. The Mishabru brings down a Shilti Hagibayrim who says yes, you could. Do we ry- rely on the Shilti Hagibayrim? Can you react to Kiddush Malkam Suda on salads? Can that be your Suda? So the Mishabru says like this. He says that in extenuating circumstances, one may rely upon the Shilta Gibarim. And what is he, what's, what, what's called extenuating circumstances? He says if you're Chol if you really don't have any appetite, if you, if, for, if you just can't get any food in you right now, you can't get Mazinus in yourself, you can't get wine yourself, but you need Kiddush, um, you're, you're, you're weak, you need to get some liquids in you, you need to get some fluids in you, but you can't get Mazinus in you right now. You're just not up to it. Says the Mishnah Brewer, but you are holding by having, you could have a hard-boiled egg, you could have uh, some salad, then you may, may rely on the Shilti Gibar. So in other words, if for health reasons, if for medical reasons, if for um, lack of appetite reasons, one is unable, really unable to have Mazinus or wine, you may rely on the Shilti Hagibarim, but only if you're really, really, really up against the wall. In other words, 
If you're up to having wine or mezainas, you can't go that way. You cannot rely on that opinion. If you're not capable, for health reasons, for medical reasons, dietary reasons, you just can't have it. And certainly someone who would be like celiac, someone who cannot have grains, and is, can't have wine, not allowed to have alcohol, would be able to rely on the Shulti Gibar. But if Bar Hashem, you're otherwise healthy, you can, you can stomach and digest grains, you can drink a cup of wine, you have to go that way first before you rely on the Shulti Gibar. Everybody understand? But if someone cannot have grain products or wine products, grape products, he may rely on the Shulti Gibar. One final thing to speak out. So, Kiddush Malkam Suda, we see we go with the Mechaber, that it, can, it doesn't have to be bread, it could be Mazainis. Is this by both Kiddushes, both the nighttime Kiddush and the daytime Kiddush? Or is it only the daytime Kiddush? So everyone's shaking their head, no, 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 for sure not. It's not the nighttime Kiddush. How does everyone know that? Because we don't do it at night. We only do it during the day, right? Everyone is, is summoning here the empirical evidence that we've never seen anyone at night make Kiddush and just have Ragulach. And nobody does it. In Shul, we don't make Kiddush on Ragulach at night. We only make it in Shul during the day, right? Everybody sees it only, we only see it in action during the daytime, not the nighttime. So, of course, everybody knows you can only do this during the day and not night. The question is, there's a lot of things that are quoted in the name of everybody. Everybody knows this, everybody knows that. Not, everybody's not always right. Is this correct that you can only do, do this during the day and not by night? So the Mechaber is not Mechalik. The Mechaber doesn't say anything about this being only daytime and not nighttime. The Mechaber apparently lets you do this even at night. Even at nighttime you can make Kiddush on Ragalach, and that's Kiddush Malkam Sudo. And that's correct. That is the position of the Mechaber. However, the Mishnah Brura, the Mishnah Brura does tell us that all these kulas, all these leniencies of the ragalach and the kugel and the and, and the wine and the and the fruits and vegetables according to Shulta Gibarim, we should reserve this only for the daytime kiddush and not the nighttime kiddush. Nighttime kiddush, person should not rely on this. The Mishnah Brura says. We should reserve all these coolers only for daytime kiddush. Nighttime kiddush, a person should strive, even though the mechabers make a person should strive that his nighttime kiddush should be made on bread, on challah, or on matzah. Why is that? What's the difference? Kiddush is kiddush. Kiddush malkam suda. Kiddush malkam suda. The answer is because nighttime kiddush is a daraisa, daytime kiddush is a darabbanon. Aye. So one second. Let's ask a question now. So nighttime kiddush is only is a daraisa. Yes, but the kiddush is a daraisa. The suda is not a, a daraisa. And Kiddush B'malkam Suda is only the Rabbanon. So why do I have to have a nicer suit at night if the whole Kiddush B'malkam Suda to begin with is only the Rabbanon? Why, why can't I rely on the Ragulach for, for the nighttime Kiddush also? The Kiddush is a Daraisa. The Kiddush B'malkam Suda is not a, not a Daraisa. That's not biblical. Why are you making me Meshuggah? Because nighttime Kiddush is a Daraisa. What about the nighttime Kiddush is a Daraisa? Just the Kiddush itself. Not the Kiddush B'malkam Suda. So the answer is... As we mentioned, there's two different reasons why Kiddush has to be Malkam Suda, two different reasons in Lambdas. If you say it's procedural, like Taisa's Taka, the question's a good question. Just go from Kiddush to the meal. And that whole injunction is, and that whole requirement is, is, a, is a Darabonus. So if, if the meal can be Ragalach, let it be Ragalach at night also, if it's just a Seder at Varm. But if you say, like the Rajbam, that Kiddush Malkam Suda is, the, the wine has to be Cheshavar wine, it has to be Cheshavar wine. You have to make it Cheshavar. You have to make it more, more special, more important, more Cheshavar, that the wine itself has to be elevated. So the wine that I'm making the Kiddush on, that's all part of the Daraisa. We want that wine to be chash of a wine. And since it's a nighttime Kiddush, which is a Daraisa Kiddush, I want to make the Daraisa Kiddush as special as possible. Make it on bread, not on a Suda that's a Ragulach Suda. Because according to the Rajbam, remember, the Suda factors back into the wine. It's make the, the, the Kiddush Malkam Suda requirement is a din in, in, in the wine. The wine that I'm making the Kiddush on has to be wine of Hashivas. It's only called wine of Hashivas if it's a Malkam Suda. So if it's a Daraisa Kiddush. And that wine, the Kiddush I'm making on wine is a, a, a fulfillment of a Mitzvah Daraisa. 
and I need the Suda to make that wine that I'm making the Kiddush on special, and, and it, it, therefore it's a, 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 Me'ikar hadin, me'ikar hadin. According to the strict letter of the law, the same way you can make Kiddush on Ragalach during the day, you could also really get away with it at night. Now, we don't want to rely on that L'Chathchila because it's a, the rise of the Kiddush. But if someone is, 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 is up against the wall, you may do this at nighttime also if you're stuck. I had many, many, many years ago, um, my, when I, my oldest kid was, he was still my oldest kid back then also, but he was younger than he is now. Um, so so uh, he was like two or three years old, and we were away from my, for Shabbos by my sister. He's playing in the park. He fell off of the slide. This part of the story is not so important to, the, to what I'm about to say, but, but, um, but, but, uh, uh, but it's an interesting story. And I, I was at Shul for Kabbalah Shabbos. He was, he was three. He was imitating all the five-year-olds in the park. He was crawling on top of, a, on top of the slide. We know those tube slides, right? So you're supposed to go inside the tube, not on top of the tube. So he went on top of the tube because the kids who were twice older than were doing that also. He fell off the tube, fell down to the uh, cushioned um, pavement of the park, um, but he was having like his, it was, his, 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 uh, his, his, he wasn't breathing normally. And so my wife brought the, the, the local doctor over there in Telstone, this is in Telstone, and I, I, a lot of excitement was going on. I, I was in Shul Davening, so I... You know, I was, I was unaware of any of this. I came home, I came back to my sister's house, the, all the excitement, you know, what should we do with him? He's not breathing the right way. So, so I, I, went, I went to, I'm sorry, at that point we brought him to the doctor. Doctor got the stethoscope. Doctor said, I, I can't really tell what's going on inside. You better bring him to the hospital. Right now, bring him to the hospital. Because he may have chasashal, there may be, there may be uh, trauma. Internal trauma, internal organs, I can't really tell. Maybe nothing, maybe nothing. It may just be his diaphragm is, you know, is, 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 uh, is whatever, is what he's called? Yeah, whatever. Or there may be has shown internal trauma. So you bring to the hospital. So he called an ambulance right away. And, and um, I just asked him if I could make Kiddush before I went. So that way we get to the hospital, we can at least eat. So I grabbed some Ragulach. I made Kiddush. This is Friday night. Kiddush on Ragulach uh, in his house. We didn't have time to wash or bench. I made Kiddush on Ragulach. So at least in the hospital, it'll be in 30 seconds, we were waiting for the hospital. I had time to make Kiddush on Ragulach. So no one should ever have to be in situations like this, not you or your kids, right? But, um, and we got to the hospital. The doctor said he wasn't sure what it was. He said it could be something very serious, it could be nothing. We got to the hospital, and within 20 minutes, they told us, yeah, it's nothing. You can go home now. That we were like uh, an hour's drive away from Telstone. So we were, in Shab- we were, it was me and my son in the hospital for the entire Shabbos. The rest of Shabbos. At least I knew he was safe, but my, my wife didn't know he was safe until my Shabbos. It was, it, was, uh, it was an interesting Shabbos. But uh, uh, it, 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 no one should ever have to deal with emergencies. But, but when you're stuck, in a, you're in a rush, or whatever the situation is, technically speaking, halachically speaking, one may actually make Kiddush on Ragalach at night. Also, we try not to because it is a Daraisa, um, but, but you really could. You really could. So, you know. Maybe do a shelas chacham. It's could I do a shelas chacham in individual situations, but in, in 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 pressing situations, you could rely on that. Okay, so thank you all for joining. Everyone should have a wonderful week and a wonderful coming Shabbos, and um, we should share wonderful news together.